The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to The Early Edge. I'm your host, Alan Bell. We've got a fantastic show lined up for you today. A big, big show because we've got the NFL, we've got college basketball, we've got the NBA, we've got NFL tomorrow, week 18, all of it going down. But before we get to that, as always, let's take a look back at how we did on Friday. Pretty strong, not a bad day here at all. Look at Coach going 4-0 and in the NBA. My man is crushing it. Sight play, Knicks, plus four came through as well. The Maestro with the Nets and our man Zach Attack with the Spurs in Toledo. Minus 15 and a half, no sweat whatsoever well done on that one i'll tell you what we want to continue this and bring it into saturday so let's bring in the stars of the show so you know what quit seeing my ugly mug here and get these boys on here first up our man michael roberts how we doing sir doing excellent happy new year to you and all everybody else and to all the fine gentlemen in this group five boxes this crowd right here i'm telling you would be trouble at night at nashville somewhere i don't know what would happen but I'm saying there would definitely be some trouble and maybe the Nashville Police Department involved. Yeah, they, they definitely would. And I'll tell you, uh, they just built like a Garth Brooks bar like on Broadway, which because oh, every boy. country music. Yeah. And they put a jail or they like, put it like a police substation jail right below it. So, yeah, anybody that goes into Garth Brooks jail from this show, I think you win a bounty of somebody. Not that we're promoting it, yeah. but if you go to Garth Brooks jail, yeah, you win a prize. All right. Bobby Locks, my man. How we doing, sir? Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me again. Um, yeah, my Giants are in the playoffs. It's a, it's, a, it's a great time. We have 140 plus college basketball games today. And I will say quickly, I was in the chat yesterday. I love Chip's pick with uh, Toledo, and I was going to throw some cash. I tried to type it if Buckets could have named the mascot for Toledo, but Coach <laughs> didn't get to it. Yeah, you would have definitely made some cash on that one. And uh, man, Toledo, like they handled their business, dude. Like they were strong last night for sure. All right. My man, EC, looking sharp. Got the hat on, looking good. How we doing? Uh, AB, always glad to be here on a Saturday. And, and my new Saturday routine is wear the hat, golf hat. I just found out Bobby Locks is a really, really good golfer. I'm not as much. Uh, I will not play him straight up for money in a showdown. I will tell you that unless he gives me a lot of strokes. Yeah, you know what? A little inside baseball here. We were talking about that right before we went live. And look, our man, dude, a round of five. Dude, so Locks, well done on that. EC said he's around, what, a 15, which, I mean, it's pretty good. Dude, I'm about 115. I love playing golf. I am not good at it. Dude, it is hard. 
you got to put time in at the range. I'm man. down for a showdown if anybody if, if anybody wants. <laughs> dude, you and hey, you and Jake the Snake, dude. Jake the Snake, you two are like right there at the top. I think you two would be definitely be the best across the early edge. Mike, what about you, man? You play golf? No, I got better things <laughs> to go. do. That's one of those things where it's a business thing, and they tell it, and I'm like, okay, but the game is so frustrating. It, it's just wears on me because basketball, football, baseball, everything was easy. Tennis, even easy. Golf, not easy. Too frustrating. So why have my blood pressure go up? Let's just mix it all together. See, you know what? That's spoken like a smart man right there. What Spectre, all right, first, good to see you. Second, what about you, man? You play golf? I do not play golf. It's actually something I've been looking to pick up recently. So it, it might happen eventually. I don't think I'll be very good at it either, but uh, I'll give it a shot. There you go. All right. I like it. All right. Let's get into the storylines that affect the betting lines for today. And quickly, I want to I want to touch base here really quick uh, in regards to the NFL. We have two games today. Chiefs, Raiders, Titans, Jaguars. Uh, a little bit on the line for the Chiefs getting the number one seed. Uh, the Titans and Jaguars fighting for the AFC South Championship tonight. We will be live tonight, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, for our, uh, you know, live, uh, whatever you call it, live breakdown, preview, kickoff show, whatever you want to say, before Titans at Jaguars. So normal time that we do on Thursdays, Sundays, Mondays, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. So be here. We'll be live breaking down best bets, all of that. Now, Bobby Locks, coming over to you, man, because we got college basketball today. We got a ton of games, but – Injury reports. We've got players. We're into conference play now. Start to see these things. What do we need to know as betters, and who should we be paying attention to? Yeah, so taking a page out of Mikey and Mike Barner's with the injury report, but there's really two ones that I'm looking at. Uh, one will be pertaining to my pick, one of that, that I'm looking at, West Virginia's Kedron Johnson. He's out today with a concussion. The other big one that a lot of people might not know about when they look at this line, they might think it's a little suspect, but – Tyler Wall for big man for Wisconsin. He's questionable with an ankle injury. Not sure if he's going to go. That line's, I think, at plus, I think it was at plus six and a half this morning, moved up to plus seven. So wait to see on his status if you're going to be back in Wisconsin today. Dude, great information there. And, and you know, that that's something to pay attention to because it's hard to pay attention to 115 teams, right, like throughout. Uh, but, yeah, and especially Wisconsin because, man, they've been rolling for us. Like when they play at home. Dude, they shoot lights out, man. So that's that's good information to know that their big man uh, is down there. Now, arguably the most important storyline that we have. All right, EC, I'm coming to you because we had our first golf showdown for the early edge of the 2023 season. All right, you and Coach. So it's Saturday. I need an update. Tell us what the showdown was, $100 on the line, and where we sit as of right now. All right, so AB on Wednesday, uh, Coach and I made a showdown bet, and it was uh, Victor Hovland on his side against Colin Morikawa on on my side. Now I gave out two win plays. I gave out Sung J M at eighteen to or sixteen to one. He's way back. He's not winning. And Morikawa at eighteen to one. Well, if you look at the Century Toc uh, leaderboard, Morikawa minus sixteen, Victor Hovland minus seven. Uh, oh. Morikawa was under two to one to win. AB uh, Hovland is plus. Two, he's plus 210, uh, 21,000 actually. So he's 210 to one. How is coach not paying me yet? The money should be in my Venmo and I just checked and it's not there. And he's not replying to my tweet. Coach, where are you at? If you're watching this, pay up. It's over. <laughs> I absolutely love that. I, dude, I absolutely love that. 
And <laughs> we're going to pay attention to this. Keep peppering him. I want that to happen. I can't wait to see that Venmo come through. Oh, look, even the dog likes it. Hey, what's the dog's name? Uh, that's my dog, Miller, for um, uh, Mac Miller. RIP, rest in peace in Pittsburgh. All right, there we go right there. Miller, looking good. All right, let's get into our picks for today. But before we do, let's take a quick break and hear from one of our partners. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. And we are back. All right, Micah, coming over to you, my man, because you've got two plays here. One for the NFL, one for the National Championship on Monday. And let me say, shameless plug here, for the National Championship Monday night, we will be live, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, here, as we normally do for the NFL. We're going to be doing it for TCU versus Georgia, breaking that thing down. So make sure Monday night, same time, really, as Monday Night Football, we're just doing it for the National Championship. Obviously, no NFL game there. So, Mike, I throw it back to you. Two plays. You got one NFL, one for the National Championship. What you got, my man? Yeah, first, I'd like to say that as a bookmaker, this was the toughest week to do the last week of the NFL season, to book games on, to have all the information, all the players, the coaches plan, what was going to happen. And, and it was just hard. I mean, you put uh, limits on most of the games and uh, take them and then just take the information based on what you got. And, you know, this is, I'm talking, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago and really tough. And so be careful out there. Don't just jump on the Chargers because they're playing the, the terrible Broncos it's one of those things. And, and other things to watch, for instance, say the, the, the Packers, uh, Seattle wins in that first game. The Packers spread probably going to go up to seven. So something to watch if you like the Lions a little bit, wait a little bit, maybe you get plus seven and a half on that because I think the Lions are going to be game whether they're in for the playoffs or not. So something to watch for there. But uh, the plays to give out here, uh, Travis Atien. Over 63 and a half yards, he's gone over that number the last three games, the momentum that the Jaguars had. ATN's been a big part of it. Now, uh, he had 17 carries for 32 yards in the win over Tennessee earlier this season. Uh, but I like that they kept giving him the ball 17 times. He's going to crack one at one point, and that pretty much can take care of that 63 yards. He's gone over 82 and a half yards those last three, two of those games. Uh, 100-yard games. He's the guy. He's the guy that kind of makes his team go and click and make them a playoff contender. I mean, they're going to be a team that I don't think anybody in the AFC wants to face right away. So this is a uh, 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 play to uh, and take advantage of his skills. And also there was another one here. I didn't put this down, but Jared McKinnon, I was going to put that one plus 140 to score any time. He scored the last five games playing the Raiders here and last five, eight touchdowns combined pretty good 
one there. And then for the championship game, SoFi Stadium, TCU against Georgia. And, you know, it comes down to me uh, overrated. So you got a number overrated. Georgia's been number one pretty much all season long with the number. But obviously they have been overrated. And it's just the numbers. I'm not saying the team is overrated or lacks the skills or it's just saying as a top rated team, they are overrated because they're only seven and seven against the spread. The number has caught them in half their games. And I think that's important here because TCU came in, I think there was a, a 10 to 11 a point difference from before they beat Michigan. And now there's the same spread. Like there's no credit given to TCU in their rating boost like there should be for beating such a formidable team like Michigan. There should have been a one or one and a half point uh, addition to TCU's rating. And I don't see that here. I see 12 and a half. I think anything over plus 10 is extreme value with TCU. And I think Max Duggan's going to do his thing again. This team just doesn't quit. Sonny Dykes doesn't quit. He creates imaginative offenses. I swear I saw a portal come out with Quentin Johnston. He came out of some door in the middle of the game last week. I was like, <laughs> how the hell did this play work? He just came out of a portal and he scored. He scored an 80-yard touchdown. So it's um, an imaginative offense. Max Duggan's a perfect guy to run it. Runs when he's down. I didn't even realize that he completed only 48% of his passes last week. Did a lot of running. 264 yards rushing against Michigan's defense. That is impressive. That is impressive. I, I don't see why they can't do the same thing to Georgia. I like the points here. Yeah, I mean, Michigan had the number one defense of the country, right? I mean, you you are impressive. Now, Mike, I'm going to ask you a question really quick. And look, there might not be an answer to it, and it could be a stupid question, but I'm going to ask it anyway because you, as a former bookmaker, all right, you see the two semifinal playoff games, right? And we, we see 80, 90, 100 points, right? Like just points all over the board. All right, you see a total now for the national championship game sitting at 62 and a half, 63 and a half. Uh, is there anything that, that we should pay attention to in terms of that? Like, do, do you see, you know, points that, that you know, carry over? And I know that we're only into the playoff for a couple of years now, but just your thoughts in general when you see that many points and then the total sitting for a championship game. Anything that, that comes to your mind in regards to it? Well, you have the championship game if one team gets behind then they're kind of sulking a little bit, shoulders down and all into it. And then, you know, you could see one team score 40, which is good for an over, but the other team only scored 17 or something. So you have that in there. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, because TCU can play both ways. They can run it. They can just be happy with running the ball. And Georgia, if they're matching that style, you could have a nice ender game. Or you could have a thriller with both teams getting after it and Dykes uh, jumping out like he did last week. So, um, yeah, it, it's hard to say here. Uh, I, I think uh, uh, Eric has a play on the total here, so I'll listen to what he has to say on that. Yeah, no doubt, man. And, and EC, I didn't mean to jump in your way. I just wanted, you know, to ask, you know, uh, Micah, you know, based on his experience and knowledge with it. And, you know, it's fascinating. <clears throat> excuse me. It's fascinating, you know, Micah, that you say that about TCU and Georgia. Like, they both have no problems playing from behind either, right? Like, I mean, that's the scary part if anybody's betting in under. And I'll tell you what, EC, we're going to come over to you, man, because you got a multitude of picks, and I want to stay on that topic uh, as well. So start us with, you've got four plays. You've got one for the college football national championship. You got one college basketball, and you have two prop plays for the NFL today. Start with the national championship if you can, and then go from there. 
All right, A.B., the reason I'm going to play the under 62 and a half is this. Now, in the eight years that they've had the college football playoff before this year, there have never been two semifinals that have gone over. So we don't know what happens in the championship game. I look for trends there, didn't find it. The reason I'm playing the under, I guess, is more out of logic. 11 of 14 Georgia games this season were under this number. Four of the last six TCU games were under this number. And both semifinals were high scoring. And it's kind of like a kind of like a weird logic that if both semifinals are crazy shootouts as they are, you would expect the title game just to be a lot, a lot lower than that. I think this number is at least five points too high. I I have the game at 37-17 Georgia. That's my prediction on it. So it's actually almost, I think, eight and a half points high based on my number. But I, I just a feeling that we're not going to see a lot of points in this game. All the stats that Micah gave make a ton of sense. But at this point, you would think the teams would tighten up their defenses. We've, we've seen, obviously, Georgia has an elite defense. Uh, TCU, uh, we saw what they did against Iowa State in their regular season finale. Uh, I expect this one to be very low scoring, or comparatively. So uh, 54 uh, out of a 62 and a half over under, I'll take that. All right, baby, I got a couple of plays today in the NFL for your benefit. You know, I, I know you're a big Titans guy living there in Nashville. You know, you love Derrick Henry. So against the Jaguars, uh, since his rookie year, uh, excluding that one, he's averaging 119 rushing yards against them per game. And he scored 14 touchdowns in his last 10 games against them. And that includes three games where he didn't score at all. So in the seven games that he scored, he's averaging two touchdowns each against the Jaguars. Now we're getting Derrick Henry 100 plus rushing yards at plus money. On, on the gambling sites, which is great, on the betting sites, which is great. Um, and his anytime touchdown prop last night was minus 130. This morning, I've seen it as around w- minus 125. This feels like an absolute gift. How else, A.B., are the Titans going to score if it's not Derrick Henry? Yeah, that's a great question. Mike Vrabel? <laughs> I, I, is, is defense going to score? Because I, I don't think Josh Dobbs is throwing many touchdowns, let's be honest. Yeah. All right, so I also like Tennessee plus the points there. Uh, I don't think they win, but I think that that line, if I could get it at seven, maybe even buy it up to seven and a half, I'd really consider that. And one college basketball play because I just can't help myself. You know, coach the other day on Early Edge and Five asked me, I think it was before the show, what do you think of the Buffalo over? It was like 160 or 157 and a half. I, and I didn't get back to him. So last night when I looked at the board, I saw a game for Newt Eastern. It was Northern Illinois at Buffalo, and the over-under was 151 and a half. It's actually up right now to 152 and a half. I would play it up to 154 and a half. And here's why Northern Illinois played 14 games this season, 10 times. One team has scored 80 plus points Buffalo in their 14 games a season, 12 times. One team has scored 80 plus points. So, you know, one of the two is getting 80 plus an average of 160 is scored when Buffalo plays at home, which is well over this total and Buffalo in their wins this season is averaging 91 points per game. That's enough to to make me think this game's being played in the 160s. Sign me up. I like it, dude. I like it. Anytime you get a sign me up. All right, that's the dude, that's the call out right there. The, a lock coming in. I love it. Well done, sir. Well done. All right. My man, Bobby Locks, coming up to you. You got college basketball, one play. Got some games also that you're looking at. I know because, dude, I don't know if anybody puts in more plays than you uh, across the board in any given day. So I throw it over to you. Your big play, what do you got, man? Yeah, going to college basketball, like I said, like 140-plus games. It's going to be a great <laughs> Saturday. But 
I uh, hinted this in my injury report. I'm going to the West Virginia-Kansas game. I'm sorry to two of my boys, Greg and Adam, West Virginia alums. I'm going to take Kansas on the money line. I got it at minus 125 on DraftKings. Um, over the past three games, Kansas is substantially better in every offensive category. However, at home, West Virginia is better in every offensive category. However, like I said, they're missing Key, uh, Key John Johnson. He started all 14 games. He has slumped a little bit the past two games. He hasn't been shooting the ball well, even though he had a big three at Kansas State to send it to overtime. And West Virginia, they are 0-2 in uh, Big 12 play. They lost to at Kansas State. They lost at Oklahoma State. Now they come back home. They're desperate for a win. However, at home, they really only have one quality win against like a above-tier opponent. That was against UAB. They beat Pittsburgh. Um, at Pittsburgh, but that was in the beginning in the beginning of the season when Pittsburgh is is not as good as they are right now. So I don't think that uh, West Virginia is going to have a lot of um, success with this Kansas defense. The line is, seems kind of trappy. We saw the same line kind of when Kansas went to Texas Tech. I was on Texas Tech. Unfortunately, um, Kansas came back, but we saw Kansas start out very slow. Texas Tech got out to a very quick lead. Kansas, they were very poised. They locked in on defense towards the end of the game. And I just think this is too good of a value to pass up Kansas on the mind line, especially with that defense. They can bang threes at any moment. And without Keydron Johnson, one of the one of their leaders, I think uh, Kansas should handle business, at least on the money line cover. I'm not sure. It could be a close game, especially if it comes down to three throws, free throws over the over the last two games. Kansas is shooting it at 72% as compared to West Virginia's 63%. So I'll take Kansas on the money line. Nice, man. I love it, dude. And, you know, like watching Kansas, like, first off, what's the spread? Like two and a half? Is that where it sits? So last night it opened at one and a half. It's been fluctuating. I see it starting to move in Kansas' favor. There's some two and a halves out there. There are still some twos if you want to take that. But I got burned by FAU the other day against UAB not being able to just inbound the ball and if they would have inbound the ball they would have got fouled so that was a push that was kind of tough so i'm just gonna stay for for the show even though i'm a spread guy i'm gonna just stay safe i'm gonna take cans on the money line no i love it like you know in, in my rule like that we've had on the show like since college basketball started this year like i do the same thing with arizona right you see i mean in your area there and look that's nothing against you know uh, Arizona in regards to playing spreads but anytime that i could get arizona money line like minus 150 or below I, I just ride the money line, and you're getting it minus 125. So I, I 100% agree with the strategy there. Love doing that. Yeah. AB, let me say one thing about, about Arizona. Last week I was cursing Bobby Locks uh, as I'm sitting at the Fiesta Bowl because he told me he liked ASU plus the points. Now, you have had a 17-point halftime lead. I'm thinking, oh, this is over. See, Bobby Locks wrong. It was a one-point game, and I'm going, darn it, this guy knows what he's talking about. Darn yeah. It. Fortunately, U of A came back covered late at the end of the game, which is which is fine. But still, I was cursing you last week, Bob. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm sorry. I was just calling it as it is. I knew that you were a Cats fan, but that line, like I told you before, like anywhere between like minus one, if if, if a home dog is getting like from plus one to, to maybe like plus nine, I might be hopping all over the, the the home dog. The one that I'm still kicking myself that I didn't play was Georgia Southern was hosting uh, Marshall the, the other day. It was right in my wheelhouse. It was Georgia Southern plus seven and a half. They won, I think, by seven. So uh, that's one is um, I, I, like I still it. haven't let, let, let that one go. I like that strategy, though. though. Like, I, I love it, man. And especially like when you're seeing it 
you know, success, success, success consistently. It's solid. All right, Spectre, we have made you sit here and not talk <laughs> for a long time. All right. So, look, you are in the maestro spot today. And we even put out a tweet of the maestro playing pickleball there, a little inside. He's a monster <laughs> pickleball player. Dude, don't sleep on maestro, man. Our man's athletic as hell. But, Speculator, coming over to you, man, looking at the NFL today. All right, you got two plays. Break it down what you got. Yeah, I got two prop plays for you, and I'm going to give you two leans on both of the games that the props are in just as a little bonus. So our first one's going to be Devontae Adams over five and a half receptions at minus 120. Last week in Sidham's first start for the Raiders, he targeted Adams 11 times and pulled in seven receptions against the number one defense in the league. The best way to give Stidham an easier time on his second start for the Raiders is just to give Devontae Adams easy passes. That way he can do most of the work instead of having Stidham really have to sit in the pocket for a long time. That's why I like this play of over five and a half receptions. Our Sportsline AI also is predicting 8.4 receptions. So you're getting a whopping three, uh, three reception edge here. Devontae Adams has struggled against the Chiefs in the past. In the last three games, he's averaged three receptions in each of those games. However, I don't think that's going to happen today. As for the bonus a little bit, the lean is towards the Raiders. The nine and a half is a little too large. We have the Chiefs winning by seven, almost eight if you're going to do rounding. Um, and I just like this one as a possible backdoor cover where, you know, the Chiefs are up 10, 14, and then Raiders go down in garbage time and just score an extra touchdown. So that's my lean on that game. And the second official pick we're going with is Christian Kirk over 59 and a half receiving yards at minus 130. I'm going to have to respectfully disagree with Micah here on the ETN. I think the Titans run defense is just too good. And I don't want to get in a rushing shootout uh, against Derrick Henry. I'd rather go to Trevor Lawrence. He's the number one pick. This is going to be a statement game for him where he can bring the Jags back into the playoffs. Our Sportsline AI is projecting 83 yards for Christian Kirk. And if you need a little incentive, well, Christian Kirk has them. He needs two catches to get an extra 500,000. Uh, and he needs 91 yards for another 500K. Uh, so that's why I just really like this prop over 59 and a half. As for the game that uh, on that one as well, I think it will be close. Uh, we have that game at about a four-point Jags win. Uh, so Titans to cover. That's my lean right. there. All right, there we go. I like it. I'll tell you what. You said he needed two catches for 500 grand. Yeah, he has 78 catches on the season. He gets 500 grand at 80. He also gets another 500 grand at 90. So if he had 12 catches, he'd get a million. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, Coach. I'm sorry to do this to you, but if Speculator hits his two picks today, it's 500 grand. But I'm kidding. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what we need. Right. You know. Yeah. I don't know if Venmo is going to accept that. That transfer. I don't know how that works. All right, everybody, grab your paper, grab your pencil. Let's take a look at the recap here. It does look glorious. Look, speculators on Christian Kirk over 59 and a half receiving yards. Devontae Adams over five and a half receptions. Micah Roberts is on Travis Etienne over 63 and a half rushing yards. And TCU plus 12 and a half in the national championship. Our man, Bobby Locksberg, bets, as you know him on Twitter, is on Kansas Moneyline minus 125. Eric Cohn is on Derrick Henry over all. 100 rushing yards today at plus 108. Derrick Henry, anytime touchdown, minus 125. College basketball, Northern Illinois, Buffalo over 151. 
and in the national championship, TCU, Georgia, under 62 and a half. I am on the Titans team total today, over 16 and a half. I don't know who wins, don't know who covers. I don't want to mess with it, but the Titans are going to get you two touchdowns and a field goal in this game because, quite frankly, there's no tomorrow. They're going to throw everything in the wind here. They're going to get you to 17 or more. Lastly, Georgia, first half, team total over 20 and a half in the national championship, and I'll tell you why. It's difficult to be on your team hard in practice all week, leading into a national championship game for your second year in a row, because what are you going to tell them? You stink, right? It's like, okay, coach, yeah, yeah, we're terrible. But that's a coach's dream to where you almost lose the game to Ohio State, but you win. Kirby Smart has been on their earth all week, and I have a feeling that Georgia's not going to come out flat two games in a row. Again, I'm not saying don't play the under in the game as a whole. I'm just saying Georgia in the first half is going to score three touchdowns. So I'm riding them team total over 20 and a half. All right, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. Like I said, Saturday night, tonight, live, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. We'll be breaking down all your best bets for the Titans at the Jaguars, and we'll catch the end of the uh, the Chiefs at the Raiders. But until then, everybody, best of luck. Cash these tickets, and we'll see you later tonight. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.